This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Travelino, full-time road schooling mom to four kiddos and co-founder of Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time RVing needs as a family and so much more. Tonight and every Sunday night, I am blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff here from the Road School Moms team. I'm also a full-time RVing mama to four kiddos and the creator of RoadTripTeacher.com, your educational resource for homeschooling traveling families. Our family also chronicles our travels and our everyday RV life, which can be pretty crazy, over at Diary of a Road Mom, so you can join us over there. I'm coming to you live tonight from the Gulf Coast of Southwest Florida. No shocker there. We'll talk about that more in a minute. <laughs> and where are you calling in from tonight, KT? Well, Mary Beth, you know, this summer it, we're calling it Oregon Summer, and you can actually follow our travels at hashtag Oregon Summer on Instagram. Um, and so I'm calling in from uh, the Pacific Northwest, Oregon coast, where, you know, it's, you don't know what 4th of July is going to be like around here. Is it going to be bright and sunny, or is it going to be cloudy and rainy? You just never know. From minute to minute, you never know. So <laughs> that's where we are. Well, you know, you remember I told you last week, oh, that was going to be our last week in, the, in, in that area. Oh, yeah, well, we all know I should have known better to say that out loud. Because in a true, uh, I don't know, a true matter of this lifestyle, I guess, there's so many benefits that we like from our lifestyle, like being able to work from home or design your schedule and all those, you know, rainbow and unicorn things that we love about our lifestyle can quickly fade when there is what happens, repairs. <laughs> and that's what I done this week was uh, dealt with a major repair on my motorhome. So the thing I can say about that is... Um, when you have things go wrong with your rig or you have an intuition that something might be wrong, don't let it go because that's exactly what I've done with this. We've had an overheating problem with our RV. Really, honestly, when I look back and I actually look at it, we really had this happen in the first year that we owned this RV. It just it wasn't anything major. There were always other things. You know how that is when you have warranty work and you know there's always you know those major things that you want to take care of or whatever this was something that was just something that happened every so often and we weren't ever for sure is that really what was going on and then it got worse and then the last year it really got worse to the point where I couldn't um, most of the time I didn't go over 60 miles an hour because the temperature crept up and then the alarm would sound and that all these things happened and so I would as long as I drove under 60 and sometimes down to in the you know low 50s it would be fine well, obviously that wasn't something that was right and so it led up to me having to have my clutch fan replaced on the engine and some other things that had to be done, and let's just say it was $2,000 plus. So definitely something that I wish now that I would have gone back, and I'll never know. Maybe it was something that, you know, didn't happen in, under warranty, but I will always wonder, gee, I wonder if I would have checked into that a little further or been a little bit more proactive if that would have been something covered under warranty. So there, that's my PSA for the week. 
Oh, Mary Beth, I'm so sorry to hear that. But as you know, you know what I'm going to say, you're always exactly where he needs you to be. So um, I'm just take heed that he's got you where he wants you. And to the other people listening in, uh, yeah, this is a major component of the lifestyle. Um, everything that can break will break. And also at the most inopportune moment, uh, just is what it is. Um, and you have to learn to literally roll with it or maybe roll to the side of the road with it. Um, and uh, I think I think that it breeds a lot of resilience. I mean, these are... These are some amazing tools to take with you to other portions of your life because when your home is broken, uh, it feels very vulnerable, I'm sure, and um, the resources required can make you very, very scared. Um, and uh, But just learning through that resilience that you're going to make it through. I mean, how many repairs have you gone through, Mary Beth? How many repairs have I gone through? Probably talking about, I don't know, 200 $50,000 worth of repairs in the mm-hmm. seven years I've been on the road plus the, was it five years you've been on the road between yep. trucks and campers and motorhomes and tow behinds. Yeah, it just is what it is, and it's unfortunate. But um, if you come into this lifestyle thinking, oh, no, not me, that's not going to happen, then, again, Mary Beth and I always love to talk about expectations. Your expectations oh, are <laughs> askew. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And you know what? I don't know about you if you can look back in yours, but for me, like, it seems like things happen in threes. And I'll tell you, when I look back at it, I look at the priorities of how these happen. And you know this because you've been listening to me all, all winter gripe about um, the fact that one of my air conditioner units was out in our motorhome. And so we lived with it. You know, it wasn't really saying anything. It wasn't that we were without air conditioning because our rig has three units. Um one is a smaller one and one of the two bigger ones is what went out and I tried to plan for it and got that done about I don't know what was it KT three weeks ago I think I got the air conditioner fixed finally and right after that I had a washer and dryer or washer problem I thought well okay bite the bullet got to get that fixed I know we were getting ready to leave and then wouldn't you know it one two and then bam The third and final draw was the clutch fan. So it just, it's part of it. You're right. And, um, you know, looking back, I should have probably handled some things differently, but it will definitely make me a little more proactive the next time and, you know, maybe examine things a little more carefully before I either make a move or don't make the move in this case, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I I get you. I hear you. I'm sorry, but uh, hopefully this time next week you'll be calling in from somewhere else, and uh, this will all be water under the bridge instead of water under the floor of your RV. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. You're such a comedian. Yeah, I am. So Look what the West Coast funny, has done to you. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway. I know, I know that's yeah. it. We're so lighthearted <laughs> out here. All right. Well, anyway, welcome right to the 135th episode of Road School Moms tonight. Um, we are so happy to be here in our 10th season on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. This entire season 10, including tonight's show, is dedicated to planning a successful road school year and is sponsored by one of our very favorite Road School Moms approved resources, Time for Learning. So let's hear a word from them. Let Time for Learning encourage your student to excel and learn independently with our award-winning online curriculum. 
Students are free to work on their time and advance at a pace that they feel comfortable. Our flexible, student-paced approach allows your child to repeat lessons and dedicate extra time to more challenging subjects, move quickly through concepts they excel in, and even review material from previous years thanks to adjustable grade levels. Try us out for free for 14 days. Visit timeforlearning.com and enter coupon code ROADSCHOOLER. Awesome. Well, thank you, Time for Learning, for uh, sponsoring and supporting the Road School Moms. We really appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to tell you about my week. You know, uh, Mary Beth and I encourage Road School Moms across the country to share a peek of their week with us on our um, closed Facebook group. It's at facebook.com slash groups slash Road School Moms, all one word. And so I've loaded up a few of my pictures from the peak of the week. And as promised, I'm going to give you some of the backstory. There's a picture of Dominic, Tonya, and DJ making oobleck on the count at the at the table. They did some science experimenting um, this week after we made some. Oh, I never told you, Mary Beth. I got a uh, bread maker. I've been making bread every day of the week. So that day we made zucchini bread, cleaned up the table, and then they made oobleck because we had some of that stuff out. Um, we celebrated a birthday, another one in our rig. June 27th was Blaze's 13th year old, 13th, 13th year old, oh boy, <laughs> 13th birthday. <laughs> and true to form, on the eve of his 13th birthday, him and Dominic were horse playing around the campers. One of them shoved the other one down, resulting in a fracture in uh, Blaze's wrist. So uh, he had to, on his 13th birthday, go to the hospital and get himself casted. Not fun. Not fun at all. But um, he's got good spirits about it, and he's going to be in that cast for about three weeks, and then we get to take x-rays, and hopefully he'll be done. Otherwise, he's been doing really well. And, you know, that kiddo, he's uh, he, we all have one, right? Someone that's um, just different in the RV than everyone else. So everyone else is all about parties, 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 got to have parties. No, nope, not this one. He wants to go eat sushi and go antiquing. <laughs> so <laughs> off we went antiquing uh, and to a sushi date with him. We had a wonderful time, so there's a picture of that. Um, my kiddos attended, the little kiddos attended VBS this week at a church down the block from us. And I want to encourage you, Road School Moms, if during your travels you uh, come across a VBS, uh, go ahead, go on the website, check your statement of faith, make sure it aligns with yours statement of faith for your family and if so enroll your kiddos what a blessing this was for our family um the kids did all sorts of arts and crafts and and did a presentation for us on thursday with dancing and singing it was great great fun um it was a little exhausting i gotta tell you to be up and out of the house and be somewhere by 9 a.m every day with kids in different clothes for five days straight it was a little exhausting but we made it through and um, and we were really blessed by it. So uh, if you've got BBS in your area, uh, just go ahead and check that out. It turns out that there was another traveling family also enrolled in the BBS program, and we actually met them uh, on Thursday night. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and then um, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, uh, June 13th, Miss Kay, the co-founder of Escapees, she passed away. She was 90 years old. Um, this last Saturday, July 1st, they had a celebration of life for her at the Care Center. If you're not familiar with Escapees and the Care Center, Escapees is an organization, organization for RVing. Um, we worked very much in partnership with them, and Full-Time Families does a lot of their kids' activities during their big rallies. Um, and uh, they have a 
foundation set aside for like a nursing home situation for our elderly RVers. It's an amazing thing that they do. So at CARE in Texas this um, past weekend, they hosted a celebration for life for Miss Kay, so this is life, and what a, what a life to celebrate, an amazing life that women live. Um, and if you couldn't make it, they were um, encouraging you to tie a red ribbon around your RV. It's not too late if you have been impacted by um, the work of Miss Kay and her husband, Joe Peterson, who are essential founders of RV community. So if you're part of the RV community, whether you know it or not, you've been impacted by what the Petersons have done. Go ahead and go tie a red ribbon on your um, RV in solidarity for um, for the work that they've done with the RV community. And that was my week. How about yours, Mirabeth? Well, you know, because um, by the beginning of the week, we thought we were going to be leaving. By the end of the week, we spent the first part of the week doing, you know, that whole organization and going through and making sure we're leaving behind clothes that we don't really need to carry with us and went through the underneath part of the basement and done all that kind of stuff. That part was good. Then when we realized that we weren't going to be leaving, <laughs> we kind of shifted gears and uh, I brought out some of my July 4th. Uh, resources actually that I probably wouldn't wouldn't have done in the uh, if we'd been on the road, but that was something that we kind of done middle of the week, and we can talk about those in a few minutes. Um, we what did we do this week? Gosh, we we done a couple of um, we went to the Thomas Edison home again, which was one of our favorite things to do down here, just because we have the day free. We actually celebrated a birthday with another road school family, um, Scout Williams, whom you know, the Williams KT. She had a birthday, well, actually her birthday is today, but they had the party yesterday. And the fun thing about that um, was she decided to do tie-dye shirts, which is, you know, something that you do so often at some of the STF rallies is always a fun experience. But what struck me about it yesterday was um, all of my kiddos were there at that party. And, of course, you know, we've got a four, almost 14 and a 16-year-old. The boys, it was not something that I thought that they would even consider doing. And it was so fun to watch them. They all done a tie-dyed shirt, and two of them even wore their shirts to church this morning. So that was kind of fun to see the, you know, it was just kind of a fun summer day and enjoyed that. And so it really yesterday I remember thinking, and it's so funny that you said it at the top of the broadcast, was that, well, if the RV had got, wouldn't hadn't happened and, you know, we wouldn't have spent the last couple of days doing some of the things that we'd done, which which really were intentional and fun. So you're very right in saying that you are definitely where you're supposed to be, so that's what we're trying to do is just enjoy this weekend, and we didn't expect to be here, but here we are, and we're going to make the best of it. Good job. That's the right attitude to have. <clears throat> well, tonight we're going to be talking about um, uh, holidays and road schooling uh, with holiday themes, which I love because it's so fun to um, just jazz up your homeschool you know, it's a Monday and it's a holiday and all of a sudden instead of your regular set of Monday, you're doing, let's say, Memorial Day or Labor Day activities. and um, Or maybe you're taking the day off and doing it on Tuesday, whatever. You know, we're pretty low-key here at Road School Moms. I do want to tell you that 4th of July is the one time a year that Full-Time Families actually runs a sale. We never, ever, ever run a sale, Mary Beth. Um, our $45 no. membership is... It's priced way below what the value is um, that people get to get out of it. Just in savings alone, it can equate to thousands of dollars in savings. And really, savings is one of the lesser things that you could get out of your membership. And 
including, you know, finding your tribe and getting connected to this great community. Um, but once a year, um, to support uh, families, uh, we do a once-a-year sale. And so it's now. It's happening right now. You can go to fulltimefamilies.com, and you'll find the information on the main page. You'll see that new members get 20% off. And renewing members, this is something we've never done before. We're actually doing a sale on renewals. And because we want to um, to really uh, tell our renewals how much how important they are, new renewals actually get 25% off. So uh, if you want to take advantage of that, it's very, for a very limited time, fulltimefamilies.com, right there on the main page, you'll see the information about the sale. But, um, but back to um, 4th of July, which we are on the cusp of. So uh, tell us all about it, Mary Beth. Well, yes, you mentioned it. You know, when we sat down and mapped out our schedule for the 10th season and all about how to um, – plan a successful road school year this wasn't actually not even a show that we had intended on having right kt but we decided um a couple of weeks ago we were talking about things that maybe we should add and this was one of them and that is you know how to use national holidays to you know as an opportunity really to charge up your road school and so it's fourth of july weekend we all know that's a really fun time of the year summer is in full swing wherever you're at Hopefully the weather is straightened up where you are. Most of the places in the country are enjoying sunny days and beautiful nights and these types of holidays, um, you know, specifically July 4th. I mean, I don't know what happens in your household, but I know for us, you know, it's always, you know, leads to a cookout and, you know, great family time and some outdoor games, hopefully, and um, fireworks, definitely. Um, and, you know, really just kind of a feel-good days of summer. And so how can we use these types of holidays in your rolling homeschool? Well, tonight, KT and I are going to give you our favorite five ways to road school on national holidays. And, of course, the very first one that I'm going to talk about has to be study guides because, you know, that's what we do at Road Trip Teacher. Um, but really there are so many available out there for all different aspects of this particular holiday. Um, there's the historical straightforward type of unit study, and those can be found through so many resources out there, my goodness. There, you know, a journey through learning is one we've used in in the past. Amanda Bennett, um, lots of great free um, resources over at homeschoolshare.com. If you're a fan over at Teachers Pay Teachers or TeachersNotebook.com, those are also places you can find study guides. Um, our July 4th study guide at Road Trip Teacher includes a short intro about the holiday. There's historical information about our national anthem the Star-Spangled Banner. There's copy work for that song included in that study guide. There's some comprehension printables, um, a red, white, and blue vocabulary list, and some word games. It's really designed for all ages, just kind of a fun unit. Um, it's not packed with tons and tons of information. It's something that's designed that you can use for, you know, a good day or maybe two days and, and get right through it. The great thing about a study guide of this nature is that it gives a little bit of information about several different facets of a holiday, such as Independence Day. And that can lead your kiddos on what Katie and I refer to all the time as rabbit trail learning. And that simply means that, you know, you present some nuggets of information and a lot of times one of your road schoolers, or maybe more than one, will pick up on something that he or she is interested in and decide to learn more about that particular subject. Um, and that's what we're all after. So. Um, you know, or you might just do a study guide of this nature and it serves its purpose and you move on and that's okay too. You know, your road schoolers many times will tuck that information away in their little brains for future reference and you'll be amazed at when that 
that information comes up later and it will be a you know success story for your brain that what you're doing works. And um, I'll also mention, you know, kind of on the study guide sort of way to learn about a holiday um, would be a, another great way to introduce notebooking into your road school. That's something that kind of goes along with study guides. Um, I've talked about it before. My favorite resource for notebooking pages is actually the website called notebookingpages.com. There is really a notebooking template for just about anything um, in any subject. I don't think I've ever went there to look for a certain template and not found it. Um, but if you can't find what you need and you're a lifetime member over there, um, they always have that custom page maker. So you can really make your own notebooking pages and give those to your kiddos and let them research and learn about what they think is interesting and there's places to draw pictures or glue, you know, illustrations in or whatever. So study guides are a great way to introduce a holiday to your road schoolers and, you know, learn all about it. I love that. <clears throat> That's really exciting. Um, and I love that, you know, my favorite thing, because sometimes I wake up and I don't even realize it's a um, it's a holiday because I'm a full-time <laughs> RVer. I'm going to admit it right then and there. I don't have any idea what week, what day this week is <laughs> July. I can figure it out, I'm sure, but it's not something that's really on my radar. But I love it when you wake up in the morning and you realize it's 4th of July, you can just run over to those resources on the web and print it out right then and there. You don't have to, like, have done all this um, big legwork in, in ahead of time to accomplish that. I, I really love that. Okay, so you know my family is um, read aloud crazy this uh, summer, Mary Beth. I want to tell you that we are literally reading aloud three books at a time. Three books. I'm reading That's The awesome. Big Boys. I'm reading with Tonya. And we're reading as a family, and um, at times we're reading along with the James's family and uh, Clementine's family. So um, it's been wonderful. We just finished 21 Balloons, which was awesome. If you haven't read that book, uh, we read it. I read it to ages 5 through 14, and I, it kept everyone's attention every night. It took us two weeks to read through all the chapters. It was fantastic. Loved it. Um, but uh, reading aloud is also great for holidays. So family read aloud reading list. I'll go ahead and put it out there for this week. I'm going to be the first one to say it in this show. <laughs> morning time. <clears throat> if morning time is a routine in your household, and if it's not, you better tune into the show about morning time. We should have mm -hmm. like our own little uh, audio blip for morning time. Like a little yeah, scary noise that comes across morning time. Yeah. <laughs> it's super simple to add an Independence Day inspired story to this part of your day. Or, you know, in the evening to wrap up. Our family is reading a stack of American classics this summer, so it's easy for us to add one that reflects 4th of July to the list. Um, I can find those resources easily, and MB put a list together over at roadtripteacher.com blog, so you can check out her suggestions for all age levels over there. And you know what? We talked the other night. Um, I don't even remember exactly which guest it was. I think... I want to say it was Charlene Knockrath, um, but we talked about reading loud with kiddos, and someone mentioned, because um, this might be a quandary to you when you have multiple ages, which age group should you read for? And someone mentioned, oh, no, you know who it was? It was Holly Giles. She said, read to the older and the youngers will come along. So uh, yeah. so I use that now as my um, bar about who I'm reading to and, and what I'm reading about. and. 
you know, we, we vary it up because reading aloud is such a big part of our day. So um, we don't only read to the biggers, but if you are um, wondering which way you should go with this, then, yeah, lean towards the older kiddos and, and give the younger ones some clay at the table or um, coloring crayons. It actually helps them to process the information they're hearing if their hands are doing something. So uh, just give them something like that and uh, start reading. Yeah, that's such a good tip. That's, an, that's a good reminder. And, you know, your family has really inspired us. Um, it's so funny you mentioned that about 21 Balloons because we were actually at Barnes & Noble earlier this week. Tori is crazy about these new books called The Owl Diaries. Um, so that's something that we were looking for the next one in that series. And on the, they had a whole thing of classics, like right as you walked in, and they had some books that if you bought, if you bought a children's book, then you could get another book for like five bucks or something, I don't know. And 21 Balloons was on there, so we picked it up. We haven't started it yet, but we're going to read that this week. So we are watching your classic reading, Kimberly, and trying to follow suit. It's a great idea for the, for the summer, especially. So my next, oh, and I was going to mention, when you were talking about books for 4th of July, um, I I actually put that list out, I believe it was last year for 4th of July Independence Day reading list, but the one that I'll mention a couple on there, um, specifically, I know the one that the girls really enjoyed last year was called Apple Pie and 4th of July, and one, and so that's probably an early elementary book, um, lots of fun pictures, but also that's where... Um, I think it was Tyler last year found one of his favorite books that he'd read for a while, and it was called The Signers. And it talks about all the different um, founding fathers that signed the Declaration of Independence. So it was just a really good historical um, book about that, so I wanted to mention that. And then moving on to number, th number three tip that we have for road schooling um, over national holiday is role play. And that may sound like a lot of work, um, but honestly, if you let your road schoolers take the lead, literally, and don't make it complicated, which we all know that uh, if you're talking to Kimberly or I, that's where we sometimes make a hard left. We get too complicated and try to do things our own way and have these big expectations. But if you will cut that out and don't make it complicated, role play can really be a rewarding road, road school experience. And, you know, what does that mean? Well, it means that you guide your kiddos through the historical material for a holiday, so for um, a holiday such as July 4th, as our example, that means that you're going to talk with them about what does this day celebrate? What is the meaning behind it? How, um, how did this holiday become a holiday and when? What historical events are tied to that holiday? And in this case, you know, like with Independence Day, there's so many things that you can bring into that. You know, you can talk about the actual day itself. You can talk about why it's actually on the 4th of July. Um, you can also lead into an introduction or, um, you know, or, or even a reminder if it's something they already know about of things that are tied to this event, such as the Revolutionary War, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and all of that. Um, you know, where in the country specifically did these events occur and how does that all tie together? You give them all that information and then let them use all of that with their creative side to put together, you know, a play or a reenactment of the subject. Let them put together the script. Let them, you know, worry about costumes if they think they're needed. Really, it can just be a fun way for them to reinforce the meaning and the history behind the holiday while giving them a really fun, you know, um, assignment, so to speak, and let them just kind of see where it goes. 
You know, another suggestion that I will throw out there is also explore the music from that time period. You know, in some cases, such as the 4th of July, there might be a specific tie-in, you know, with a certain song or genre, you know, like the Star Spangled Banner. You know, that that's a whole other avenue that they can go. You know, who wrote the song? Well, how did it become a song? Is it actually a song that was sung back then or is it a song that, you know, was written later after that, you know, after that event? There's just a lot of different ways that you can use that and let them have a lot of fun with it. I love that. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm thinking uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Uh, oh, yeah. Great music that goes along with that. In fact, you could really just easily go to your Spotify or your Pandora and put in patriotic songs and have, like, a playlist going all day long while you're doing your other activities. Mm-hmm. Super easy to make it an immersive experience with a, a soundtrack. Because you, there I go, right? You just said it. We um, we do tend to complicate it, but that's one of the easy ways to do it. Okay, so we'll have a soundtrack, and then we'll make tickets, and then there'll be, uh, you know, a schedule of what's going to happen. And, da, 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 and then we're going to braid red, day. white, and blue, and we're going to wrap that around the RV. And we're going <laughs> to do a bike parade, oh, and boy. we're going to dress up the dogs for red, white, and blue. No, not really. I'm just kidding. Oh, it's tempting, though. Okay, I love this because we are road schoolers. So one of the elements of road schooling that makes it different than homeschooling is the location in which we do certain things. So unlike our homeschool counterparts who may be um, in Tennessee learning about, uh, I don't know, Lewis and Clark. I'm up here now, so that's prevalent in my mind. We learn about Lewis and Clark when we're in the Pacific Northwest, and we learn about the Civil War when we're in Tennessee, and we learn about... Um, the Gettysburg Address when we're in Pennsylvania and the Revolutionary War when we're up in Boston and so on and so forth. So you can take that and wrap that around your holidays as well and experience the holiday on location or from a location that supports the historical nature of the holiday. For a holiday such as Fourth of July, visiting the birthplace of independence on America's birthday would be pretty fun. Philadelphia is filled with special events to honor this occasion. You know, I need to shout out to um, the FDF families that are celebrating Fourth of July together this week. Not exactly in Philadelphia, but just a few clicks down the road. They are in Hershey celebrating alongside one of each other. And I know that they are exploring historic sites as part of their events for this week. So um, <clears throat> another thing to look for. If you're looking to celebrate the holiday, see if either the virtual teacher or full-time families is hosting an event uh, that you can go um, explore alongside full-time traveling families. That's always super fun. Other locations that you could tie into Independence Day are Williamsburg or any place out of the area that is the backdrop of so much of the country's heritage. So um, I just I just love that. You know, a long time ago, Mary Beth, you wrote a post about the maybe 10, five, maybe eight best places to see the fireworks. That's another um, thing that you can roll into that. And that is something that we publish on Full-Time Families every year because I love that post. Um, I think that that's something that we shouldn't overlook, the ability to celebrate holidays in meaningful places. Like I I still have it on my list. It's in the middle of winter, so I haven't gone yet. But I really want to see Puxatawney Phil come out of that hole. On February second, I'm usually in Florida that, that time of year. Been, I have you've been I saying have. that ever since I've known you. I swear, I'm going to take you there next year or something. I don't know. You have said that. That's hilarious. I can't believe you just said that again. That's so funny. 
Okay, yeah. it's a date. You promised me. Everyone heard it. Okay. Well, that just means you have to be in Florida then, so you heard that. <laughs> you promised. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So, um, you know, if you're on location, like you just said, that's awesome. But even if you find yourself in, you know, that you're not in the center of the exact location of, you know, the holiday such as this, that's okay. Because, like Kimberly mentioned, you know, we're road schoolers, and we can go wherever the wind takes us. So find an alternative location that has the same influence on the holiday. So, for example, we just talked about some cool places that you could celebrate 4th of July. Now, where else could you celebrate this patriotic holiday? Well, I can tell you one of my favorites that quickly comes to mind. Mount Rushmore is a favorite destination from our previous travels. It's um, one of the places we went on our very first trip. And like many families, we toured that monument, and we were there a couple of days. We've done all, all the day activities at Mount Rushmore. We toured it, and we learned all about it, and we read all those signs and, you know, done all that. But um, the one thing that we also did when we were out there was we went to the night lighting of Mount Rushmore. And that really was um, – when my kids talk about Mount Rushmore, that's the part that they remember. And and I just remember it was dark, and the, it's so vast, the sky out there, and it's so dark, and there are stars, and – um, you know, the lighting is like the only thing you could see in that bright or in the dark sky, rather, was just the monument itself. And the music was playing and it was just, I don't know, it was a really patriotic moment. So, um, you know, that has nothing to do with the 4th of July, actually. And it's far, far away from Philadelphia, but it's definitely someplace that would be an awesome place to spend the 4th of July. So don't get wrapped up in the fact that, oh, maybe you're not in the exact place that you thought you should be or could be for a certain holiday it doesn't take that exact location to enjoy the benefits of it. And, you know, really isn't that what it's all about, um, is enjoying the moment. So that's my tip in that case, and that's our fifth tip um, for using national holidays. Um, you know, it's really just about the memories you're making with your kiddos and the intentional time that you're spending with them and the information that you gather along the way. And hopefully you're giving them those nuggets that they are collecting and Overall, that's just a bonus, and that's what we're here for, right, KT? That's it. That's the truth. You know, I am blessed with Blaze in my house, who has a photographic memory. Uh, if you've ever spent any time with Blaze, you know that we love to play the game, Where Were We When? And so, especially holidays, he's able to rattle through all the places that we've been for each of the holidays in our seven years. Excuse me. We've had a um, visitor come see us in the recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> our little our little puppy here is come. Poor Lily got fixed um, this week also because when it rains it pours around here. We're like everybody be down. If one person's down, everybody's gotta be down. So Lily got fixed this year, this week, and Bubba wants to play with her desperately, but it's not Aww. happening. He's telling him it's not happening, and he's like, I don't understand. We're we're supposed to be buds. <laughs> Well, those tips we talked about um, really aren't just for July 4th. You know, we, as we talked about on the top of the broadcast, we really are this, – this podcast is geared for all the opportunities that come throughout the year in these scenarios to add a little bit of different learning adventure to your road school. So um, you can use these same tips for Labor Day and Columbus Day or President's Day. You know, I don't know for, – for us, really, I try to work something in monthly that is something a little bit of this nature. You know, there's usually always a holiday or, or something um, historical that happens you know, about once a month at least, and if you, you know, use that kind of on your learning adventure, then it kind of keeps things 
charged up a little bit. At least it does for our school. So if you want to know more how we really do that, go to my learning shop over at roadtripteacher.com because, honestly, that's where about half of our study and copywork guides have originated because I've done them for my own kiddos. So speaking of that, if you're listening tonight or on a replay, send me an email to info at roadtripteacher.com. Let me know where you spent your July 4th, and I will send you our July 4th study guide for free and let you try it out. Very cool. Yeah, when we talked about this show, you know, I wanted to share my one tip that we act, that I actually do that helps so much. We talked about it early in the broadcast about um, sometimes I wake up and it's the holiday. But what I really love to do on January or whenever I'm starting my new calendar, you know, we have that special Road School Moms Planner. Uh, this is a great place to put it, is write down the holidays and kind of like my idea for the optimal way to teach it or the optimal activity to do that day. So, But don't forget, when you mentioned your study guide, it reminded me about like the donut, National Donut Day. Don't forget those holidays because those are super fun too. And what wonderful memories to make with your children as you celebrate National Donut Day year after year or um, you know, National Ice Cream Sandwich Day or National Sibling Day. I know that some of them seem funny and hokey, but it's still, you know, it captures part of the essence and magic of childhood to celebrate those days with your children and really brings a lot of impactful meaning to your homeschool. <clears throat> so don't overlook those. That's such a good such a good tip because I think so often you and you and I are guilty of this. We talk about all the time. We get so caught up in the you know, all the formalities and, you know, did you cover this and did you cover that? And you're so right. You know, there's just those little things. And it's so funny you mentioned Donut Day. Like my kids still talk about where were we were with, with you on Donut Day. I think, was it Branson? Mm-hmm. I think Missouri. Yep. I think it was when we were together. And my kids still talk about that. You know, it's kind of like you were talking about with Blaze. Where were we this or where, you know, when did we do that? And that was definitely one of their favorite days is in that. I think we were in the Krispy Kreme Donuts that day getting our free donut, but they still talk about that. So it's the little things, no matter whether your house is on wheels or not, it's the little things that they're going to remember. So don't get caught up in all the big details because it's really the little things that count. Absolutely. Speaking of the little things, there's a little thing that's actually a really big thing over at Road School Moms, and we hope that you'll participate in it, and it is our prayer group. So um, we have, part of this Road School Moms ministry is that we have a dedicated prayer group ready and willing to take your um, prayers up to our Heavenly Father. And I'm going to include, I see um, on my Facebook feed that Erica Allen, Road School Mom Erica Allen, has broken her ankle. So I'm going to encourage you all to pray for that. But I'm going to encourage you also to send your prayer requests directly to uh, the prayer group at RSM, Road School Moms, rsmprayers at gmail.com. And then your confidential prayer request will go to a group of ladies who will bring your intentions up to our Heavenly Father on your behalf. So uh, please, let us know how we can pray for you. Um, this is a, a little thing that our Road School Moms can do that has got a big impact in the kingdom, and, and we're happy and pleased for those women to partake in that. So thank you to our prayer warriors. Yes, we love them. They do such a good job. And, you know, having said that, I'll just say that um, I'll give a shout-out to our Road School Moms group on Facebook. You know, we have a fan page, and that's awesome because that's where we trade information, and there's posts that we think that you'll find informative and helpful, and that's where we post that. But if you really want to be part of our Road School Moms um, community, 
you need to be sure and join our um, the the private group for road school moms. And the reason the reason it's private is so that we can all feel safe in whatever we want to talk about within that group, whether it's bad days or good days or days that you know, might need encouragement, like Erica Allen when she's had this happen to her, or you know share good things when those happen also. And that's what we love about that group. And that is 2,000 people strong right now. And so it's really a testimony to how many of us are out there like this. And it's a great place to land when you need somewhere soft to land. At least that's how I feel. Um, So if you are listening to us from iTunes, from a replay, please, when you get done, go over and uh, give us a review. And um, that's what helps keep our Road School Moms um, moving through the iTunes channels as they need to be. I know, KT, you can always say this so much better than I will. So I'm going to let you tell. How does that work with the reviews on iTunes? Oh, well, yeah. So the reviews not only make Mary Beth and I feel good and we text pictures of it to each other back and forth and we're like, look what's happening. This is so awesome. But that, you know, as all good feelings like that fades. Because really what the point of these reviews are is this is a ministry to connect moms. And there is a point in every mom's life, especially road school moms, where they feel like they are pulling their hair out all by themselves. And that is exactly what this show is for. It's for us all to be bald together. So what we encourage you to do is post the reviews, and what the reviews do is they help other road school moms find the show. And once they get connected and realize that we're all in this together and none of us is doing it perfect and um, we can share in each other's um, trials and we can share in each other's successes, the world becomes a much more richer place for all of us. So that's what those reviews do. And when you post a review, you're really allowing another road school mom who is right at this moment disconnected to connect into this amazing community. So if you don't post a review, you're you're actually inhibiting hundreds of moms from understanding what's going on out here. So I hope that you should feel um, guilty enough now to go post a review. <laughs> Thank you. So very well said. Well, if you need a little more incentive to post out a review, then know this. When you get done, you can just shoot me an email at info at roadtripteacher.com, or you can even let Kimberly know, Kimberly at fulltimefamilies.com, and she'll tell me that you've done that review. And then I will send you um, the digital product of your choice absolutely free from our learning shop as incentive to do that review. Beautiful. What are we talking about next week, Nervous? Say that again. What are we talking about next week? We are going to talk about next week um, all about building a math foundation. And um, we're going to spend the whole show talking about that. It's a really important thing. I think that we all face in our road school. We always wonder if they're learning enough math. Do they understand, and you know, the concepts of math? And there's so many things um, about it. I think it's time to dissect that a little bit and so that's what we're going to do we're going to talk about building a a strong math foundation next week and then the few shows after that we are going to be uh one of those weeks we're going to spend with um jan bedell the brain coach and talk a little bit about um, special needs um road schooling and how to plan for that next year we're also going to talk about um the icing on your road school cake and what we mean by that is all the extras that you can do to make your year successful um, which might include music or art or those kind of extracurricular activities. Um, and we're going to wrap up our successful road school year series talking about um, transcripts and uh, portfolios and things like that to document your road school. So that will take us right into the beginning of August, and we'll wrap up this 10th season and move on to what's next for Road School Moms. 
Fantastic. I'm excited. Me too. Is there anything else you need to talk about tonight? I do, we do. We need to talk about our Solar Fest. Oh, my goodness. You and I yeah, are having fest. coast-to-coast Solar Fest. Um, I'm having mine in Bend, Oregon um, in uh, late uh, mid to late August. Well, it's obviously going to be at the same time because there's only one day, August <laughs> 21st, if this all is happening. And there, Beth, you're having yours in Carbondale, Illinois. And if you want more information about the one in Pacific Northwest, go to fulltimefamilies.com. And if you want one, about uh, the one in the middle of the country. Where do they go, Mary Beth? Go to roadtripteacher.com, and there's a blog post there all about it and a PDF attached that tells about our schedule. I can tell you that um, I keep adding stuff to our event daily because there's so much going on in Carbondale. If you're not familiar with that particular location, I can tell you quickly that um, Carbondale is one of the places, I think it's, it's the second longest duration of totality, somewhere else, Hopkinsville, Kentucky, I think, is two minutes, 42 seconds. Carbondale is going to see two minutes, 37 seconds of darkness for the Great American Eclipse in 2017. And so my crew with our road trip teacher rig will be in Carbondale. We've got a boondocking location. We have very limited amount of space there. So if you're interested in it, you need to get a hold of us quickly at roadtripteacher.com because we have um, we have access to tickets. I'm so excited about this. Um, everyone that purchases a package um, for that weekend with us in Carbondale, we'll get um, tickets for their family to go to ISU's Eclipse Day, which is there at Saluki Stadium in Carbondale. Um, NASA is live streaming from there. The Adler Planetarium out of Chicago is going to be there. Tons and tons of really fun once-in-a-lifetime um, opportunities for that event. So go to roadtripteacher.com, and all the information is right there to make your reservation. Oh, and I don't know if I told you this, but two things that we added this week, um, Scrafty, when you rise up.com, if you're a Scrafty fan, if you've got Minecraft kiddos, um, and KT, as soon as this class comes out, your um, people on the West Coast will also be able to partake, you know, to partake in this. Um, the Six family is working right now on a Minecraft class specifically designed for the Eclipse. I'm so excited. They are actually coming to the Carbondale um, hangout, so we're excited to have them there. And um, let's see, I'm trying to think what else got added. Oh, um, chalk pastels. You know, we've talked so much in the past about doing chalk pastel artwork, and so. Um, for the life of me, I cannot remember what homegrown learners and chalkpastels.com have um, are going to work with us on doing an art project there that is designed all around the moon, the moon phases and the eclipse. And so we're going to have a video tutorial that week to present, and it'll be all kinds of fun. Awesome! Super excited about it. Can't wait to see the pictures. As I mentioned, big shout out to the FDF that are currently having a hangout in. Hershey, and big thank you to the Boudreaux family, Harmony and Doug, who headed that up. If you're interested in heading up a hangout um, and you'd like to do something with your FTF friends, then you can connect me, contact me at Kimberly at FullTimeFilmings.com, and we can see what we work, can work out. Future hangouts include Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta um, and a Halloween hangout not to be missed in Myrtle Beach. That's all I've got there, Beth. Sounds great. I can't see. wait to see where we all, where our paths may or may not cross for the rest of this year. And until then, I guess we'll just have to keep watching the calendar and think about where we may or may not be. So <laughs> we'll see where I call in from next Sunday night, I guess. I'm sure you'll still, well, are okay. you still, you're still going to be in Oregon, right? Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> you got to tune in to see. 
All right. Well, I guess that's a wrap for tonight. And so you will want to mark your calendars for next week, same time, same place, right here on the Ultimate Homeschool. Give a shout out one more time to Time for Learning, one of our favorite Road School Moms resources and our official sponsor for Season 10 here at Road School Moms this year. Um, Thanks for joining us, Road School Moms. Until next week, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.